What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy, coming to you with a Slizzy take, coming to you with a State of the New York Knicks podcast, episode 55. It's your boy, Slizzy. Shout-outs to everybody that be tuning in. Appreciate the love and support. This is a solo dolo podcast, me by myself. Shout-outs to my guy, Mr. Mitchell. Wanted to quickly talk about preseason real quick, get that out the way, um, get my takes. Uh, Overall, the Knicks... My three takes. RJ Barrett is a dog. This this kid this kid is gonna be special, man. This kid <laughs> I love everything about this kid. And the main area that we all wanted RJ Barrett to get better in, he definitely got better in, and that's in the paint. That's points directly under the basket. He's sixty percent in preseason. And shout outs to Spencer guy on Twitter, man, he always show good stats on the Knicks. Him and Tommy Bears. Shout-outs to those two guys. But you see a chart, and it shows R.J. Barrett's shot chart, and you noticeably see that at the basket during his college season, it was 50%. And in preseason, it's now 60%. So obviously, R.J. Barrett has been working on his strength over the summer. He has been working on getting to the basket with <laughs> using his strength. It, I, I love this kid, man. R.J. Barrett is going to be special, man. This kid, I love his game. I love his, his – he got a high IQ. His defense is better than advertised. The scouts say he couldn't play defense. This kid – is playing defense. He's averaging 15 points, seven rebounds, three assists during preseason. I don't, I don't, man. We, I think we found one, man. I think we found one. I appreciate the NBA for for blessing us with R.J. Barrett, man. Um, shout outs to Zion Williamson. He's currently hurt at the mer- at the moment. Um, but shout outs to R.J. Barrett, man. This kid is tough. This kid is good, man. And Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett were only two of the other seven players to average at least 15.6 rebounds and three assists per game in, in preseason. Some of those names is James Harden, Giannis, Pascal Siakam, Carl Anthony Towns. So we have some young pieces that we can build on. We have young pieces we can build on. Um, this point guard thing, this point guard situation. Now, a few things. I don't want Alfred Payton starting. I'm not an Alfred Payton fan. So, whoever's listening to this podcast right now, if you're an Alfred Payton fan, you might as well turn it off right now, brother or sister, because... Man, the, that that the man defense, man. His perimeter defense is terrible, man. His his perimeter defensive IQ is terrible. When he's on the floor, the Knicks allow one hundred twelve point, one hundred thirteen points while Alfred Payton is on the floor, and they allow just eighty five points per hundred possessions with Frank Nilakina on the floor. 
It's defense, man. For me, it's not even about the offense because none of these shoe guard, none of these point guards that we have can shoot the ball in the ocean right now. You got Alfred Payton. He's shooting twenty percent from field goal range, twenty percent from three. You got you got DSJ. He's shooting seventeen percent. That's that's god awful. You got Frank Nilakina. He's shooting twenty percent, fourteen. Like these percentages is god awful. The god awful. So now I'm going the other route. What intangibles do each point guard have that? Should let me start. And I, I, I love Frank's defense, man. I love Frank's defense. I love how he's shooting the ball a little bit more aggressively. Um, I just love what he bring on the defensive side of the ball, man. If, if, if the Knicks is really saying, okay, we're going to preach defense, then why not just start a defensive lineup, even though you have R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson starting. Just start Frank at, at point guard, man. Cut the snake's head off early. Bring DSJ off the bench until his back is 100% healthy because obviously he has not been healthy during this preseason. And just roll with the punches, man. Just roll with the punches, man. I, I, don't, I don't think... I, it, this, this point guard battle is, is really bothering me on this Monday morning. And something's gonna have to give, man. Some one of these guys, DSJ or Frank Nelikina, is gonna have to get better. They're gonna have to start shooting open perimeter jump shots. One of these two guys is gonna have to start shooting it. Everybody can't just clog the paint. This is that is that's detrimental for certain people's in, in, growth and improvement. Um. Julius Randle in the point forward position. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I love it, man. If if, if we're going to use Julius Randle as the highest paid player, put the ball in his hands, man. Let this guy make decisions. He got to make decisions a bit quicker. Um, When I watch the game and, you know, on a rerun, you notice that Julius Randle had certain reads that he just didn't get to fast enough. I've seen certain plays where guys was cutting. And he just didn't trust the pass, or he just—it's just chemistry right now. Chemistry is is a big thing right now. You gotta, you 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 have to have chemistry with your teammates. So I'm not really I'm not really worried about it. I I love the Julius Randle point forward thing, and I I want Fizdale to continue it, man. I I don't want him to stop trying to place Julius Randle inside of this, you know, this uh point forward role. I want him to continue that, man. It's it's good that Julius Randle wants to be man. He wants to be the guy. As you've seen it, these this guy wants to, you know, take the last-minute shot. So, you know, let him be point forward. Um, Another thing from preseason, Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson has to learn how to stay on the floor, man. He struggled defensively during preseason. And I know he's a fan favorite. He's one of my favorite guys on the Knicks. My favorite Nick is Kevin Knox. I've been telling people. I'm telling people on Instagram. I always tell people my favorite Nick is Kevin Knox. I'm not. It, that was my first choice. Knox and Fisdale was my two first choices for the Knicks. So I, I'm, I, I got that special bond with Kevin Knox, man. That kid is going to be, I'm telling you, he's going to be special, man. 
Um, but Mitchell Robinson, he also had the second worst defensive rating on the team, which was 110 points per game. He has to stop fouling. He has to get better at that. He has to get better at that. I'm not really too worried about Mitchell Robinson. He should get better as the season goes. Um, I love Mitchell Robinson, man. I love Mitchell Robinson. He's going to get better, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, R.J. Barrett's minutes, R.J. Barrett minutes has to come down during the regular season. I know it will. You know, Fizdale was going Tom Thibodeau more with R.J. Barrett's minutes, so I'm not too worried about that. He he He's going to be good, man. Uh, Jalen Rose, Brandon Roy clone, the kid got some moxie to him. He got a little... He got a little Mitch Richmond to him, a little, you know, he got he got an old school game. He's not really he he, he I, I love his game, man. He got he can rebound very well. He's already a way better prospect than Kevin Knox was coming out of college last year. And you notice noticeably, while I got the shot chart in front of me, RJ Barrett was 62%, you know, near the near the hoop. Um, he shot 67% on mid-range jumpers at the top of the free throw line. So I need him to get into that mid-range area more. Even in college, he shot 45% from that area. I would like for him to start taking more of that free throw mid-range jumper as well. That's a that's a great, you know, chink to the offense. I, I would like to see him use that more. R.J. Barrett's defense is very underrated, man. He's... You can tell he wants to be here. You can tell he wants to be here. You can tell that this kid, is, is, he's going to be special, man. So I appreciate the Knicks for, for drafting us, this guy. I appreciate Scott Perry and them for, for drafting this guy. Please, please, before I get to this last thing, please, Knicks, if you value the fans and you value defense, and you don't want these media outlets coming at you. You want to look good to players. You have to treat your own guys good. You have to play these young guys. Mainly Frank Nilakina, Alonzo Trey. You got to play these young guys. You, this notion that the Knicks fans have, when they say, oh, this guy's whack, this other guy's whack, and they pinning rookies against each other, it's just so annoying. Gotta play these young guys, man. So overall, you know, I'm happy with the rebuild. And I I I just want to play this quick insert for my guy, CP from Nick Fan TV, because he says something that I always been preaching to people, and it's about this rebuild and how we gotta see this rebuild all the way through. We gotta see Fizz all four years. We gotta see what this team is about. I just want y'all to listen to this real quick. And, and, and trust me, man, it's it's going to be a lot. You got a lot to say. To develop these kids. I'll show you some, I'll show you some examples of, of what I mean. All right? I'll show you some examples of what, what I mean. I'm not going to go through all these because, I mean, real talk, some of these guys turn out to be draft busts. And that's part of that's part of drafting too. You got to draft the right player, right? But look at uh, let, let's go here. Trevor Ariza, two thousand and four. They traded Trevor Ariza to the Orlando Magic for Steve Francis. 
to pair him and Marbury together because Larry Brown thought there was the next coming of Frazier and Monroe. Give me a break. You see how that worked out. A reason went on, had a decent career with the Magic, then goes on and helps Kobe get a ring. A glue guy, 3 and D player. A role player, not a superstar, but a player that can help your franchise win games. He's a winning player. All right? Well, let's take a look at these. D. Lee. D. Lee, I mean, you could argue, you know, was, was D. Lee worth keeping over Amari? D. Lee would go on to win a championship with the Warriors, ultimately go on with the Spurs and, and you know, finish with two of the top franchises in the league. Channing Fry. Channing was a nice stretch for Again, role player. He ends up getting traded for Zebo. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that trade at the time. I didn't. I didn't mind Channing at the time. So you know, you, you got to draft the right guys, but you have to continue to develop them. And then you know, at the same time, you you cannot go out there and trade all your pieces away for nominal or negative gains. And take a look at this. This is a Bleacher Report article back from 2014. We traded the captain in 2001. Right? In that trade, we gave Seattle a first-round pick. Now, Seattle turned around and, and picked Jason Collins. You know, once again, you have to get your draft picks right. But in that draft, they passed over Zach Randolph, Gerald Wallace, Crash, Tony Parker, Gilbert Arenas, the Hibachi, Memido Core. You know, if the Knicks had their ducks in a row didn't trade the captain, these guys could have been Knicks. These guys could have been Knicks. Let's go again down memory lane. 2002, we trade Marcus Camby, Mark Jackson, and the draft rights to Nene to the Denver Nuggets for Antonio McDice and Frank Williams. There was another Frank who played defense that was a point guard that, that we were enamored with back in that draft. Frank Williams, you guys remember him? He didn't last too long, but we had high hopes for him. He didn't last too long. You know, they were so hot after Antonio McDice, who didn't even play the previous season because he tore his patella, comes to the Knicks and plays 18 games. Comes to the Knicks and plays 18 games. You know, and, 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 they, turn, and they turn down the name. You go to, and that same draft, that same draft, the name was picked seventh. And they passed over Carlos Boozer, Louis Scola, John Salmons, he was all right, had a good career. Amari was picked ninth. Again, a lot of times, you know, missing draft picks is 2020. A lot of teams miss out on guys. But the fact is, is that you trade these assets away. You know, the Marbury deal. Go to the Marbury deal. We gave Phoenix two first-round picks. And 2004-2010 in the Marbury deal. I loved it. He was the prodigal son came home. I loved it. Penny Hardaway is my favorite play, even though he was broken down by then. I loved it. Not realizing how much you missed. Okay? Phoenix turns around, picks Kirk Snyder and Gordon Hayward in 2010. Gordon Hayward. Passing over Paul George. All right, the Eddie Curry trade. You had you had Lamarcus Aldridge there. You had Joe Key Noah. I'm just giving you guys some examples. I know I'm torturing some people in chat, but I'm telling you this to say we have to invest in these kids. 
We have to invest in these kids, okay? In the Mellow Deal, if you guys remember this, the Mellow Deal, they gave a first-round pick to uh, uh, the Nuggets, right? That pick turned out to be end up being Jamal Murray. That pick ended up being Jamal Murray in, like, you know, down-the-road swaps. So, that that's all I'm saying. We, we have to stay committed to building. It doesn't mean that the kids that we have here that we're building with are going to all be stars, right? It doesn't mean that. It means that some, some are going to make it, some will stay, and some... Maybe you got to move on from, but you have to develop them first. You have to develop them first, right? When when we traded Melo to the Nuggets, if you looked on the deal on both sides, yeah, no one really won, right? The Nuggets didn't really go anywhere. We didn't really go anywhere. But the point is, if we would have kept Rafael, Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, particularly Gallinari and Chandler, the two guys we drafted, you put that with a Melo and with a stat, that team could have been much better than they ended up with than having Tony Douglas out there and, and you know, Jared Jeffries and, and Fred Jones and all that garbage that we had out on the court. Right? They could have got they could have helped us compete a lot closer to the Celtics and to the Heat, who were the hot teams at that time, and the Pacers. Maybe after that point when those guys help you win some more games, maybe then you pair off a Gallinari or a Wilson Chandler to get another piece that can come in. So, I, <laughs> that was just so beautiful, man. Shout outs to CP, man. That, yo, we have to be invested in this rebuild, man. We cannot lose track of what we're trying to accomplish, man. We're trying to get a championship. And. I look at the championship teams, I look at the Lakers, I look at the Bulls, I look at the Golden State Warriors, I look at the Lakers, I look at these teams who had championships but had multiple championships within a decade. And the only way you can do that is if you draft. You have to draft. You have to draft your guy, you have you you have to draft your guy. You gotta draft per se the Bulls. They drafted a Michael Jordan. You know the Lakers got a a, a, a Magic Johnson. You know the, you you know you gotta draft your guy, man. You gotta draft your guy. You gotta you gotta get. The guy we drafted RJ Barrett, we drafted Kevin Knox. We just gotta hope that one of these guys turns into uh we gotta hope they turn into a superstar, man. You cannot lose focus of this rebuild. Mitchell Robinson, we know he has to learn how to shoot. It's it's gonna be a process, it's gonna be a long process. We might win 33 games, we might win 45 games. We might win 27 games. We got to stick with this rebuild. I say this, though. My final thing, let me get out of here. If we win between 25 to 35 games and we get a high draft pick, I want my Knicks to get Anthony Edwards. 
and I know LaMelo Ball is the hot, hot, hot ticket right now. But Anthony Edwards and R.J. Barrett in the backcourt would be a great backcourt. If Anthony Edwards can shoot, if he can show that he can shoot this season, like I think he can, and with that overall athleticism, I, I think we could get one. I don't mind LaMelo Ball if he's really 6'8". And he's a point guard, but shout outs to everybody, man. I just want to get that out the way. Preseason is done. The regular season is here. Fizdale's gonna announce the starters on Wednesday. Please, Fizdale, coaching staff, do right. You know what must be done. You know who needs to start. I don't mind DSJ starting, but you we we know who needs to start. We start with defense. We end the game with defense. If Frank Nellikina don't start, best believe he will be in the last eight minutes of the game because we're going to need stops. We're going to need a guy who's going to be guarding these one-on-one guys. So, shout-outs to everybody. Shout-outs to my guy, Mr. Mitchell. Um, Appreciate the love and support. Keep tuning in. We'll be back Wednesday. Hopefully, it's me and my guy, Mr. Mitchell. We'll be back after the Knicks and Spurs game. Salute. Peace.